fourth episode of the ignorance bliss podcast i'm already messing up so um you know this past weekend was super bowl was at 45 i think yeah um that green and yellow beat that black and yellow i guess little wheezy won you know this is hell with being that the team is owned by the city and you know you don't really get any profit from selling the city it's almost like a Super duper non for profit football pro franchise. How can you not really root for them? Unless you guess you really hate them guys. I don't know. I don't know why. You know, it's not like uh Roethlisberger is a real nice guy to root for, you know. But man, the commercials in the Super Bowl was crazy. Anybody else notice it was mad car ads? Like a lot of car ads. You know. Marshall Matters did too. I'm glad that uh them T boys finally went back and started using claymation again. Them some of the best joints from back in the day. That was a good commercial and then he's, you know, gonna put Detroit on his back. You know, Weed and Kennedy, you know, those are that's a great ad firm right there. They made all them great um Nike ads. If I, you know, remember correctly. But you know, the Beatle ad, you know, wonder what the new Beatle gonna look like. But it's hot ad, you know, Beatle running around, jumping over stuff. Some of the hot stuff was for the movies, though. Man, yo, Transformers Three, Dark Side of the Moon. Yo, I leapt out of my seat. Had to watch that drink three times. Yo, when Optimus Prime fly down with his rocket pack on. Twirling around, beating ass. Yo, got like the the freaking wing jumpers out of the plane. The cars crash the oven. They start flying, uh, transforming at the same time. Yo, people say that joint look like a mess. That joint looks like heaven to me. I get everything. I never get lost. You know, I guess a lot of years of playing video games, watching anime, made my eyes be able to handle all that. I loved it. Got Laser Beak in there. I can't wait to see that movie. That's going to be my summer jump off. Thor joint was alright. I guess the problem with that is that they showed so much before that um, there was not a lot new. I guess the, the trailer came out, that little Comic Con League footage, so it was nothing new for me. Excuse me. Yeah, just same old, same old stuff. But you know what's hot? The cap trailer, though. Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't know how they made Chris Evans like a ninety-eight pound weakling. I just don't know. But it looks so fresh. He was all climbing in the mud. You know he's gonna be failing at boot camp. You know what I'm saying? You just not big enough on me. Stanley Tucci's irk sign. Yo, 
yo, who are we gonna take the little face mask off? He look like the red skull. Oh my, got the shield. Yo, Captain America. Captain America. I was so iffy about Captain America from the little shots. I was like, I don't know. That's gonna look kind of lame. Not after that Super Bowl spot. Super Eight. Super Eight. Don't have to tell you nothing. Super 8 is being sold because it's Steven Spielberg and J.J. Abrams. Whatever looks, whatever the heck it is, it looks like it's well made. Plain and simple. It just does. It, it looks hot. Monster, alien thing coming out the truck. Kid on the bike. Heck, my friend thought it was Superman. I was like, yo, it's too early for that. You know, it's all small town America looking. It looks, it looks fun. Looks like it's probably going to be one of the better summer joints. Cowboys and aliens look dope. Come on, Indiana Jones teams up with James Bond and Wild West. What? And you got you throw Olivia Wilde in there too? That's when. It looks fun. Someone might be pretty good. Some might be alright. To continue to talk about movies, last night I saw Just Go With It, starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. Um, yeah, a lot of people was like, yeah, that movie's going to suck. I said that movie was going to suck. Um, but I was pretty surprised. It was actually a pretty decent romantic comedy. Surprising come from Adam Sandler, whose latest stuff hasn't always been good, barring that Judd Apatow, Funny People. Um, what is this movie about? Movie is about a guy who usually wears a wedding ring to help him essentially, you know, pick up hot women. Um, in the movie they say it's because he says he got his heart broken um, on his wedding day and he didn't really marry the chick because she cheated on him. He went to a bar. This hot chick came in. She was getting hit on by a whole bunch of people. Um, he was like, oh, you dropped your purse. She was like, oh, leave me alone. I just don't want to be hit on. He was like, I'm just trying to help you. And uh, here's your purse. And then she sees his wedding ring. He's clearly not married, but he just went with it. And he got her to all the other guys. Is like, what? Because, you know, it has a Adam Sandler sight gag. I'll let you see the movie for that. So you go forward 20 years, he becomes like a plastic surgeon and stuff. You know, he's making money, making dollars. His assistant is played by Jennifer Aniston. Um, They have a good, you know, relationship at work. You know, teammates, you know, Batman and Batgirl type of thing. They're really with Parte. And essentially he sees this hot girl at this party. I think her name is Brooklyn Decker. Her name, the character character is Palmer. Whatever. She's like the jump off. She's a teacher. They hit it off. You know, they have sex on the beach. She finds a wedding ring. She's like, oh, I'm messing with a married guy. Like, I can't do this. Don't ever talk to me again. And he has to, like, concoct some freaking scheme to get her. So, as you can tell, as you've seen by the trailer, he gets his assistant. 
play uh, Catherine, played by Jennifer Aniston, to help him by acting like his his fake, soon to be divorced ex wife. So a bunch of stuff ensues. She, you know, he buys her stuff. You know, to play the part, and then like the her kids get involved, and the things that you expect from a romantic comedy happen of this sort. They end up in Hawaii. He's trying to get with her. She's like, oh, but you got some time with your kids. And, and then Jennifer Aniston, she sees him with the kids. And he's like, oh, kind of, she's kind of falling for him. And some other stuff happened with a, somebody from her past. Played by a surprise, like, out of nowhere, not publicized, of Nicole Kidman and Dave Matthews. And so he has to act like her, her husband and... Whatever he starts falling for her, you know the gist. What makes the movie good is the fact that Adam Sandler should needs to have a female character in all his movies from the future that can actually spar with him in wit, so it doesn't just degrade into stupid sight gags. If he has someone else that can, you know, roll with him, and snap back with him, that's smart and can carry it off. It'll work. That's that's basically what you learn from this movie. It's a decent. You know, I was sitting there screening it at the end of the movie. Two people was making out. So it has to be successful. Somebody got the business at the end. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, they was getting it on. They was, it was like, goddamn, screening, son. Why, why are you right here? You know what I'm saying? Can I, can I get out the seat? You know, I was in the middle, you know? And it was, so the movie was successful. Everybody was laughing. You know, screening all the screening all is kind of hard. You know, it's not the people who pay for shit. You know, it's the people who go see like all the smarty art movies for free and all the big budget movies for free and all the comedies for free. So, you know, if people getting down, getting all romantic and, and people laughing, then you know, I, I'd say successful. You know, that's a decent romantic comedy. Not really else is out on uh, Valentine's Day. So, um, yeah, you know, you should probably go check that out. At least as guys, you'll see some. Nice breast sisters on the beach, and you'll laugh at some funny stuff. The kids were good; they were funny, you know. I, you know, I say check it out. Johnny Storm got got, so they say. Even though we ain't seen nobody, we ain't seen him get punched in the face. But yeah, supposedly he's dead, right? So um, now they call the Future Foundation. Oh snap! They for the future. They got these weird outfits on, and the new member is Johnny Storm's homeboy, the Amazing Spectacular Spider-Man, in an ugly ass outfit too. I don't. You know, they're going to get all this blood, this this love, Marco, Jovic, or whatever. Yeah, the man can draw. You know, he makes some hot covers. You know, the thing they got him on with his crazy old take on the X-Men that was fire. You know, he done got some good stuff. But, yo, these outfits is whack, yo. They look like some some old fan take of, well, if you put the Fantastic Four on Neon Genesis Evangelon suits, they're not hot to me. 
you know, too much stuff. I wouldn't even want to draw them suits. So all that stuff you got to, like, keep up with. The lines and the designs. The hexagon thing is okay. You know, it's, it's hot. Look like something from a, um, from a Dead Space game or something, you know. You know, something like game, game design type feel. Um, it's not for me. Um, so called, you know, the, the smart kids is going to be it. Franklin, his god powers. Valeria, her super smartness, you know. Arian Leech, you know, I think they got some Moloy kids. See, I don't even, I don't even read his Fantastic Four because, um, I feel his Fantastic Four is boring. Um, I read up to the point where, um, it was some stuff with like the Mole Man and Moloys, and and Ben got like super mutated or something, and he saved some kids or whatever, and it it was okay. But I was reading, it, I was like, this ain't fantastic to me. Like, it's not it's not over it's not off the super chain right now, you know. You know, it's it's not it's it's not hitting it out the park. And there was a text piece in the back and then I like I read half another one with some the ancient and human city and um Yeah, there was mad text in the back. And I'm not averse to reading, but if you do it all the time, it's not hot no more. Do it once, you be like, Oh, Okay, you know, you do it in Watchmen. You, you, it's part of the books. You know, it's a mini series. It's a maxi series, though. You know, I think what um, Kruger and Alex Ross did in Earth X. Not everybody likes Earth X, so that's not even successful. I enjoy it, but again, that was that's a maxi series. This is an ongoing series, and everything's going to end with a. Te- you don't get no resolution ever in the comic. You got to read it. I don't know, son. It's supposed to be fantastic. I don't got to read the end of One Piece, and that's fantastic. That dude sell two million books in, in three days over a weekend. He do movie numbers. I'm just saying. You know? Movie numbers. Fantastic Four ain't doing movie numbers. It don't even do album numbers. That joint don't even do digital download numbers. That joint do... I don't even know. That joint do... Kind of okay YouTube numbers. You know. I, I, I want more fantasticness. And the new Future Foundation. Unless the concepts and the art is off the chain. I'm talking off the wig wham chain. I'm talking about jumping through tip dancing in, in, in realities. I'm talking about playing hopscotch in, in space on stars or something. You know what I'm saying? For... for the future of the earth you know i want fantastic fantasticness i want to i want to see you know what i'm saying galactus jocking you know do something you know essentially i want some of the crazy stuff i've done in the games in the comics because or well, some of the crazy stuff that's in the freaking cartoon yo that Kang story in avengers was fire it was fire even had ray reaches in and what I want fire. I ain't get fire out that joint. So, you know, for everybody who's like, yo, I can't wait to see it. Yo, good for you. I'm so happy. I'm so good. For, it's so good for you right there. Um, for all the people who like, like, yo, Hickman's been knocking out of the park. Yo, I'm so happy for you. You know, it's not for me. You know, ain't got no gorillas with domino masks on. But, you know, it's good. You know, I'm, I'm, it's good for you. You know, it's not for me. You know, it's not fantastic. It's not that futuristic neither. You know. People need more Sentai in their life. You know, giant robots. You know, transforming stuff. You know, cool outfits. You know, 
100,000 horsepower strength. You know, things like that. And they get that. Maybe. 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 I, I'll read it. Maybe. Uh, you know. Don't come at me talking about, oh, it's going to be hot. Because I'm, t- I'm telling you, I'm going to give you the look. When I give you the look, you be like, yeah. You should know what that means. Is it hot? Is it stretchy? Is it ninjas in it? Are they cutting planets in half? If it ain't, yo, it's not fantastic. He got freaking shot in the freaking the side, you know, when he's on the table. Daniel's there, Ultra Magnus is there, you know, Hot Rod is there, and he's like, you know, he's talking, he's just turning gray. That's what happened. My Xbox turned gray, he fought the good fight, lost against the Decepticons of life. So, recently, I got the PS3, I'm playing some old games. I ain't never get to play Resident Evil 5, I borrowed that joint. Just beat it. Oh, it was fire. It was fire. You got to think about this. This is some storylines that I started in 1996. Chris Redfield, Jill Valentine, and Albert freaking Wesker. The beginning is kind of weird and slow at points. You know, it's only so much I could take just shooting a bunch of Africans and Arabs. You know, like, come on, like, really? You know? Showing a bunch of crazy Africans coming at a white dude and a chick who looks like Rihanna. Like, that was kind of tough to get through. But the play control was good. You know, you make a play like Resident Evil 4, that control set, you know what you're doing. It's the middle parts when you start learning more about the freaking Ortoboros and, you know, more about Wesker and what happened. Chris's action hero stuff is like, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? I gotta. Gotta find jail. Gotta find jail. You know, that's his partner. And, you know, they got the, the tough African soldiers, you know. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Black people can hold it down, too. And you got some stuff on a ship, and you, you gotta fight a crazy, skinny-looking, skinny white dude. He's kind of evil. You up in the jungles and stuff. Like, yeah, you on the freaking the boat. You going through the marshlands. You on the, in the tr- fighting joints. You fight, you fight an old... El Higante, not the joint from the last joint, but one that like got some balding head and a big grown man beard and stuff is coming out of the scene. I'm like, what? Hold that old El Higante. So, yeah, you know, you get to the end, you know, you fight Super Wesker, you know, because you know, you gotta stab him up. This game got a satellite laser in it. A satellite laser. You gotta fight a monster on a ship with a satellite laser. That's insane. Yeah, that's big time set pieces. They, I, don't, I don't know why they don't use none of this stuff in the movie and they got this fake ass character Alice or whatever when you got all this fire in the games I don't know but the game was good so I guess what everybody said it was like the good ratings was like yeah now I'm trying to play them little uh, extra little side stories I guess I gotta pay them people money I'm trying to get it in pause um yeah hopefully my next joint up is be Mass Effect 2 cause it's on PS3 uh, but that's going to get defeated because next week, February 15th, 
It's Lonely People's Holiday. Because the day before is Valentine's Day. The next day is Marvel Day. That's right. Marvel's Capcom 3. And that is going to defeat Mass Effect 2 for a while. And Red Dead. And a whole bunch of other stuff I ain't beat yet. Because it's Marvel, baby. It's going to be so, so Pringles. New York Nick Sentinel is in the game. Rock is in the game. She Rock is in the game. You know, they just alternate colorways for characters are in there, but hey, she Rock and Rock is getting it in. That's right. That's what's up. Getting it in, son. Let's go. trailer is so good it's great it's a, and, and i look at it right and i'm like what are they seeing i'm seeing mcavoy and fassbender look at stuff and look around and then i see cute zoe kravitz standing there looking cute and then she got some 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 bug wings and then i see like a blonde chick basically you know is mystique so what's different is that and then i see like a red guy teleport i see a random black person I see a guy, I guess, that becomes Beast. And there's some thing with a super bo- a submarine and, and Magneto. And there's some talking. Yo, that, that does not make up for them ugly-ass pictures. That does not even look like that hot of a movie. Especially, like, four days after Super Bowl. Like, sorry, if you put that joint against Transformers, that joint got shot in the face. You put that joint up against Cap, Cap freaking uppercut of that joint, Stars and Stripes with the shield to the grill. It's not, no, it's, it doesn't make me want to see that movie. So I guess when people finally see the Spider-Man reboot trailer, and just because it has Spider-Man might swing around and look at people and, and, and look at Emma Stone and, and back, and then he's going to like walk around a little bit in the costume, he's going to take the mask off, oh, that trailer looks hot. Like, no, that's not a hot trailer, son. That X-Men trailer was not hot. It's not good. It's good if you if you about it, you know, if you enjoy it, you know. But like, I'm putting this out there. It got so much love, and I'm really just looking at it like, yeah, that was a teaser at best. But I will say this: it looked better than Green Lantern. So all I gotta say, it does look better than Green Lantern, even with all I just said. I did see Magneto pick up a submarine. He did look like Magneto. He did have Cerebro in it. Professor X with his head in it. Pause. And, yeah. So, I'm not that hyped over it, but if you put all the common trailers together, Green Lantern's at the bottom. So, yeah, that's my take on that X-Men joint. It's too early to tell. But this Donald Glover kid, you know the kid that everybody wanted to be Spider-Man, you know, Black Spider-Man. 
Yeah, he probably could have pulled it off. But I recently found out he rhymed. Like, he rhymed. His rap name is Childish Gambino. He said he got that drink from, like, a Wu-Tang name maker on the internet. And you know what? Oh, boy, it's pretty daggone good. His punchlines are pretty daggone on point. His flow is all right. He raps over some pretty good beats. He raps over, like, some indie rock or whatever sometimes. You know, mixtapes, you know. You ain't got to buy this. You can find, like, his websites. I think I Am Donald is a Tumblr site. And then you got, like, a Childish Gambino blog, spot blog. He just puts it up, you know. I don't know if you you could probably buy it, but you can just go to the website and download it. It's not like you know you're not robbing him when he's giving it away. But um, first like one of the mixtapes I heard is I am just a rapper and then I am just a rapper too. And then Cold Sack is his new joint. Got this new track called um, Untouchable. Yo, they're really really good. It's you know rap swagger with a touch of humor. Like you know people ain't. When people wasn't growing up, when he was growing up, people wouldn't like mess, really messing with him. Cause he wore the tight, I guess the the fitting jeans and not the baggy jeans. You know, I said wear baggy jeans. And you know, clothes that don't really fit. You know, standard. You know, street hood styling. And you know, he got flack for that. You know, he was only black kid, I guess, in his school. Only the few. Never really fit in, you know. Then he, he got put on. He got on that 30 Rock. He be writing. Writing for Tracy Morgan. Now he's on that community. And I guess he's just writing. He's like, yo, yo, I, I get mad cute girls now. I rock fly gear. You know, it's the alternative. He's like, you know, I guess he's trying to say, like, you know, there's alternatives to being, like, you know, say 50 Cent. You know, you got to be a thug to be successful in black. And that's the truth. That's immoral. But you know his flows is good. He's actually he's actually a decent rapper. You know he's he put like this. He's at least Drake level. You know if you can get through some Drake records, you can get through Donald Glover record. You know at least to me, his punchlines are wad witty. I think it helps because he's a stand up comedian, and you know he writes he was writing for Tina Fey on Thirty Rock. So like his punchlines. Got a little extra bit of layers. They come smack you a little bit, you know. It's dope. Just check it out. So I don't talk. I let the streets talk for me. Yeah, these girls crazy. Half got children. I hate their ex-boyfriends. Call them Scott Pilgrim. I'm fucking girls I really shouldn't be fucking with. But if we get caught, we just hand it off to our publicists. Plus, I hang with some of their ex-boyfriends. What can I say? Yeah, alright, you know what I'm saying? This is it, this is the end of the episode. Um, you can holler at me on Twitter. Um, Twitter.com slash Julian Lytle. You know, J U L I N L Y T L E. You know, hit at me, follow, see what some of the random stuff I'll be talking about. I'm on Tumblr, I'll be posting up art. You know, when my comics updated, we have comics ants. Ants.julianlytle.com. Check it out. 
updates twice a week, Tuesday and Thursday. Tumblr is uh, julianlinel.tumblr.com. Thanks for people who, you know, download it, talk about it. You know, like the little posts on uh, Facebook or whatever. Um, yeah, and I'll see you next week. Talk about some next stuff. Who knows? Julian Outro.